Good morning, God morning, great morning. This is Declaring Victory. This is Reverend E.K. Dawson, and I am your host. I want to welcome you this fine Friday, uh, this favorite Friday, this men's day. Welcome to Declaring Victory. Anybody on the line? Good morning, it's Susie. Susie. My first one on. Good morning, good morning, good morning. Good morning. Have a wonderful and blessed day. You do the same. Can you please keep me in your prayers? Absolutely, always. Yes, yes, yes. I'm having some problems with my knee and also my back. Knee and back. Yes, ma'am. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Top of the morning. This is Sister Sabrina. Um, I had a prayer. um, Good morning. Declare victory. Happy Friday, everyone. Um, I have a prayer request, please, for my sister in Christ. She's battling. Her name is Lele. She's battling with breast cancer. We got you. Thank you. Have a blessed day. That's what it's all about. Yep, yep, yep. Praying for Lele, breast cancer. Amen. It's Marv chiming in right now. I'm here with you this morning. Good morning, Marv. Welcome, my brother. Good morning. the knee and back cancer i mean who was that with the knee and back problem that was that was Susie. Susie. okay yeah good morning everybody um this is yolandra praise god for another day um please pray for michelle ash who has a stage four cancer um Pray for her pain level and for healing. It's God's will. Amen. Thank you. Amen. Amen. I just want to remind everybody that you can also always, always, always put all those on our app in the mornings. Uh, when you first get up, you can always put those in, those prayer requests on our app so that you can always, uh, we can always have it documented and remember to call out the particular request. Amen, 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 amen. Good morning, God morning, great morning. This is your host, this is Reverend E.K. Uh, glad to hear your voice, and this is Favorite Friday. This is a, what a blessing. We're alive. We made the wake-up list. Who else is on the line? Hey, 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 good morning. Happy Favorite Friday, my brother, my reverend, my friend. This is Restore yeah. Rochelle. Let's yeah. get it. It is a new day, new mercies, and a unspirited may we're great. Hey, have a good day, sir. Absolutely. Thank you, thank you, thank you. God be the glory. Good morning. This is our. It's also our men's day. Uh, we're excited 
uh, men are uh, taking over, declaring victory <laughs> this morning, uh, doing the, the prayer and the declaration. Amen. Uh, come on in, chime in. Let's say good morning to one another. Amen. Amen. Good morning. Go ahead, sis. Oh, <laughs> good morning. This is Camper. Good morning. Good morning. That was Camper? Yep. And her sister, Mona Moxie. Hey, good morning, okay. everybody. Okay. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Glad to hear you. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning, EK. Happy Friday. Miss B. Miss B, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good morning. Welcome, welcome. Good morning, Pastor. Leomi, a great um, happy Friday. (laughs) (laughs) Amen. Good to hear your voice, Mother. Good to hear your voice. Welcome, welcome. Good morning. This is Prosperous Pam. I was just going to add on to what you were saying. Yeah, declarevictory.org. Um, I usually like to go if I, I've i been not doing it as well as I've done in the past. But if you have prayer requests, really, even the night before, I usually, oh, if it's on my heart, to go to declarevictory.org, www.declarevictory.org. Go to prayer requests, and you can just really type it out really how you want your prayers to be, you know, shared and lifted up to the Lord. So just wanted to share that. Have a blessed day, everyone. Amen. That was a wonderful commercial. Amen. (laughs) Thank you. I could not have done it better. Amen. I appreciate that. Amen. Good morning. God morning. Great morning. Anybody else joining the line? We're excited about what God is about to do for us today. Hallelujah. Anybody else before we get started? Because it's time to get started. Come on, greet us. Good morning. This is Juanita. Good morning, Juanita. Good morning. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Good morning. This is Char. Hey, good morning. Glad to have you. Welcome to the Yeah. I'm excited about God today. Amen. Well, it's uh it's time to get started. Uh and was there somebody else coming on? Okay, yeah, it's time to get started. Uh and before we move forward, I want to ask everyone to put their uh line on mute. Please, ma'am, please, sir. Check your line. I hear somebody breathing. Uh and so we'll hit and put our uh our phones, our lines on mute. Hello, my name is Reverend E. K. Dawson. I'm your host. Uh, here for Men's Day on Friday. I'm excited. Friday. Uh, and thank you for joining us here on Declaring Victory. Uh, we are a prayer call that meets Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. Pacific Standard Time, 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, and 9 a.m. Eastern Standard Time to, to edify, to empower, to encourage, and to equip you in your walk with Christ. Hallelujah. And to make sure uh, that you can join us for the entire month of February, where our monthly theme is entitled Surrender. Amen. And each declare will focus on the process, the necessity, and the value of surrendered lifestyle and its impact 
on the advancement of the kingdom of God. And to make sure that you invite a friend. Hallelujah. I'll say it again. Make sure that you invite a friend. Amen. Uh, there is one announcement. Stay tuned for the next episode of Friday Night Live. Sister Dee Dee Felder, amen, will be uh, notify us uh, when announced when the next gathering and that you are sure to be blessed. I, I still hear somebody uh, breathing, kind of sniffling. Uh, so let's check our phones, please, ma'am, please, sir. Brothers and sisters, please check your phone. Uh, uh, the prayer request, the order of the call, will be prayer and corporate praise by our own brother Marv. Marv. And then the declaration will be brought by our own brother Philip. Amen. Again, prayer and corporate praise by Marv. And the declaration will be brought by Philip. Amen. Then we will go right to closing uh, comments by the declarer and repeat uh, that, that we will uh, go right into closing uh, comments by the declarer. And the scripture for today. Uh, Matthew twenty six thirty nine. Going a little further, uh, going a little farther. Uh, he fell with face down to the ground and prayed, "My Father, if it is possible, may you take this cup from me, and yet not my as I will, but as you will." May the Lord add a blessing to the reading, hearing, and doing of His holy word. Amen. I still hear someone. So, brothers and sisters, please check your phones. I still hear someone uh, breathing, and I still hear somebody scrambling around with their phones. So, as we go for the continuity of the call so that we can have, uh, uh, amen. So, if you wouldn't mind, please double-check your phone, please. Uh, at this time, we'll ask you to put your phones on mute until it's instructed to come off. And now, I pass the call to the prayer warrior, our own brother Mark. Praise the Lord. Amen, amen. Good morning, everyone. Um, there's just a song that gets kind of revenating my spirit right now, and it's just, um, I'm not the best singer or anything. I'm not the singer, but I just want to just kind of put the words out there in the atmosphere. And it just simply says, we need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We lift our hands and bow our knees and we worship at your throne. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord, right now. We need you, Lord. We need you, Lord right now we lift our hands and bow our knees and we worship at your throne we need you lord we need you lord right now dear heavenly father once again your humble servant comes before you with many others we exalt your name this morning as we give you honor Ah, because you are the creator of all things. Uh, we honor you today for being such a loving God. Uh, we approach you this morning with thankful hearts, thanking you for hearing our prayers, thanking you, dear God, for being our provider, thanking you, dear God, for being our protector. And we thank you, God, because you have been our guide from day to day. 
So in this moment, I pray, oh God, that you would just forgive us of all our transgressions against you. Um, your word says that you are faithful and just to forgive us of all our sins and cleanse us of all unrighteousness. So, Lord, even help us to reconcile with others that we have wronged. For we desire to give you our best, O oh God. And it is our desire to live a life that will glorify you, O oh God. So show us how we can serve you better. Um, show us how we can be better servants. Show us how we can be better in maintaining a godly lifestyle. Uh, we know that no man can serve two masters. But God, today we choose to serve you, for you are the only true and living God. We need your divine help, and we call on you, Jehovah Agonai, our Lord, the Holy One. Oh, God, help us um, that we not be caught up in religion. Uh, help us, dear God, that we just be caught up in the Spirit, uh, your Holy Spirit that dwells within us, um, that we may live out our purpose um, that you have for us, oh, God. Show us how we can be better helpful to your kingdom. Um, show us, oh, God, how we can live a life that will give constant praise to you. Oh, Father God, because we need you, oh God, in the midst of all that we do from day to day. Dear God, in this moment, we continue to pray for uh, Sister Dion and her family. We continue to pray, oh God, that you give them comfort during this trying time. We continue to pray, oh God, that you give them peace in the midst of a difficult circumstance. Continue to give Dion strength as she shows love and shows how others can be able to live out uh, difficult tragedies in their lives. Uh, in this moment, oh God, allow her even to be able to share the tears of healing. Uh, for it is not, Lord, it's okay right now, oh God, um, that she be in a moment where she doesn't feel okay. Um, dear God, there are maybe many others at the sound of my voice um, that are living out the season of bereavement. And Father, we pray, oh God, that you look upon them and meet their needs as well. Give them the love and care that they also need uh, during their time of loss. Um, Father, we pray right now for Sister Susie and the knee and the back problems. Um, Father, we know that you are a healer, oh God, and that you are the one that is able to take away all pains. And so, Father, we're praying right now that you bring forth the miracle that is needed for her, uh, to give her what is needed. Uh, we pray for Lele, oh God dealing with breast cancer. Um, Father, we lift her up before you, oh God, that you will see her in a time of need. Um, Father, touch her body right now. We know that you're able to remove every disease and every pain that comes forth in our body. Oh, Father God, we know that you're able. And so we pray in faith right now that it would be well. God, we even pray for Michelle Ash, oh God, lifting her up before you, dealing with her cancer stage as well. No, we pray for pain management, oh God. We pray, oh God, that you would just give her a moment of comfort. Um, Father, give her this place that knowing that you are there with her, and even in the midst of being there with her, that she will have enough faith in knowing that even though the pain is there, even though the cancer is there, that you are still a healer and you are still a comforter. So meet her according to her needs right now, God. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray. Uh, Father, there may be someone experiencing other health issues in their lives. And all glory to God, that you will just meet them according to their needs as well. Um, touch bodies right now in the mighty name of Jesus. Touch minds right now in the name of Jesus. We agree in faith today, knowing that our faith can bring out the result that will lead to a testimony. So, Father, we're praying for another miracle today. 
God, do another miracle today, God. We believe in today, oh God, um, for another miracle. Uh, we pray for our families today, oh God. Let there be healing in our families. Uh, let there be mending in relationships. Let our children see healthy examples of families in which they cause them to have hope uh, for a better life. Uh, we pray, God, even for our communities in which we find them in a disarray at times. Uh, we pray for safety, oh God. We pray for good leadership in the midst of our communities, state and even on the national level and world. Uh, we pray, oh God, for unity, oh God. Bring it forth today, and that is my desire today, oh God, that as we go forth in prayer that you will be with us um, to help to have better communities. Show us what we can do. Um, how we can lend a helping hand. Show us through the aid of your Holy Spirit as we move forth through this day. Um, guide us, oh God. Show us what we can do uh, to make things better around us. And there may be someone here today that just want to join me in prayer, just want to come off the mute and just be able to give God some glory today.
And so in the name of Jesus, O oh God, as our speaker comes forth to bring forth the word to us, allow ears to be open, allow hearts to be receptive, um, that we may receive what is to be shared on today. And we just forever give you all the praise, honor, and the glory. In Jesus' name we pray. We love you, God. We love you, God. And we love you, God. Amen, amen, amen. So at this time, we turn over to our declarers. Amen, amen, amen. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Good morning to everybody. Always excited to be on the line. Always excited to be on the line. Um, what I want to do today is, uh, on this topic of surrender, um, I'm going to hit on a couple of different aspects from surrender, but I also want to make sure that we surrender our, our tongue today. Hallelujah. We're going to surrender our tongue um, um, and get into some more prayer, um, probably in about like 20 minutes. Um, so so um, the 840, so the... the uh, let me see you all in the Bay Area. So the the 6.45 to uh, 7 o'clock transition, probably. Um, I want that. And this is this is the reason why I'm saying that. Maybe 15 minutes. I don't know. We'll see. But this is why I'm saying this. So this verse um, that was listed on the flyer, um, which is a great verse. Um, I'm going to show a parallel to that verse. Um, in the book of Jeremiah as well. Um, and so Je uh, Matthew 16, verse 24, um, it says, Then Jesus said unto his disciples, If any man will come after me, let him deny himself, take up his cross, and follow me. For whosoever will save his life shall lose it, and whosoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. So that last part is what we're going to highlight. Whoever will lose their life for my sake will find it. And so this is the benefit of surrender. And this is what I'm going to get into today about the benefits of surrender. Okay? He says, whoever will lose his life for my sake shall find it. We don't, autom we don't ordinarily look at losing something as gaining something. We don't, we don't usually look at losing things as gaining something. But here is an aspect in the kingdom that actually if you lose certain things, it's actually going to bring a blessing to us. Hallelujah. If you lose your life for my sake, you will find it. And that lose yourself is a form of surrender. You're basically surrendering your mind, we're surrendering our will. We're surrendering our emotions to Jesus. And this isn't always an easy thing to do. And so I want to show a parallel today in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 38. If you ever really wanted to get into some deep surrender um, or, or, or greater understanding of it, one place where you can go is this actual story in Jeremiah, chapter 38. Because what's going on in Jeremiah chapter 38, matter of fact, I'll start off from verse 1, all right? And I'm putting it in a New Living Translation so we can have some understanding. Hallelujah. But it says, now Shephatiah, son of Matan, uh, Gedaliah, son of Peshur, Jehuku, son of Shelemiah, and Peshur, son of Malchijah, 
heard what Jeremiah had been telling the people. Now I want to start off right now. Jeremiah is going to show you that he is someone that is surrendered or submitted. He's given it up. He's given up his life to God. He is surrendered. He is submitted. Okay. And he says, this is what the Lord says. Everyone who stays in Jerusalem will die from war, famine, or disease. But those who surrender to the Babylonians will live. Their reward will be life. They will live. I want you to hear that again. This man, Jeremiah, tells the people, this is what God is saying. If you stay in Jerusalem, you're going to die from war, famine, and disease. But if you surrender to the Babylonians, you're going to live. Your reward will be life. They will live. He said, the Lord also said, the city of Jerusalem will certainly be handed over to the army of the king of Babylon who will capture it. Verse 4. So these officials went to the king and said, sir, this man must die. That kind of talk will undermine the morale of the few fighting men we have left, as well as that of all the people. This man is a traitor. Verse 5, King Zedekiah agreed. All right, he said, do as you like. I can't stop you. So the officials took Jeremiah from his cell, lowered him by ropes into an empty cistern in the prison yard. And then the Bible says there was no water in the cistern, but there was a thick layer of mud at the bottom. And Jeremiah sank down into it. So I want you to think about this. Jeremiah surrendered. God asked, uh, uh, had Jeremiah to share this word because the coming judgment of, of uh, uh, Israel was already on its way. So God in his mercy told Jeremiah to share with the people, if you, if you surrender to the Babylonians, because the judgment is coming, but if you surrender, you will live. But the people, when they heard that, these, these um, particular people in the kingdom, they were like, you know what? No, nah, man, we ain't trying to hear what you're saying. Actually, the official said this man must die. Must die for what? For telling the truth of God. But their whole purpose was, think about what this would do to the morale. Let me, let me, let me say this for a second. Think about how we do not like hearing a surrender message. There's something in us sometimes that feels like we're going to die. I remember when I first got saved, and I remember, like, when it, when it hit me that I was going to have to stay here in Chicago and possibly give up my dreams, I, I felt like I was going to die. For real, I felt like everything was lost. I felt the same way uh, about weed. I felt the same way about my liquor. I, I, I just felt like it was on my, my cigarette. You know, it's a feeling that just came on, just like, man. You know what I mean? Like, like, like you're going to die. And it's, it's really, really wild. I want you to think about that, the fleshly feeling we get. But I'm, I'm, 
I'm going somewhere with this. This is why I'm sharing this scripture for you. Zedekiah told them, all right. They took this man of God. They put him in a cistern. Now, what a cistern is, a cistern is, um, you know how you have uh, containers that hold water. So it was a big container that held water. But Jeremiah, the one they put him in, it didn't have no water, but it had mud. And so they placed him inside of a cistern. So think about that. They placed him inside of an oversized water jar, and they sunk him into the actual mud. So now imagine you sitting here in the mud, in a cistern, a jar for saying what God told you to say. Because you told these people the truth. You told these people, listen, God told me to tell you, surrender, and you're going to live. Hallelujah. God told me to tell you, surrender, and you're going to live. We're going somewhere with this, y'all. Hallelujah. So now I want you to think about this. Somebody comes, an important court official, comes to the king. And they said, man, this is very evil putting Jeremiah the prophet in his sister. He's going to die of hunger because almost all the bread in the city is gone because there was famine going on. So they took Jeremiah out of the sister. And then Zedekiah the king goes to Jeremiah on the side. And he begins to ask him. He first promises him, hey, this is between me and you. I'm not going to tell nobody. He said, and, and this I want to read the verse to you. He said, I want to ask you something, verse 14. And don't try to hide the truth. If Jeremiah said, if I tell you the truth, you will kill me. And if I give you advice, you won't listen to me anyway. Verse 16, King Zedekiah secretly promised him, as surely as the Lord our creator lives, I will not kill you or hand you over to the men who want you dead. Now, this part is important, you all. This part is very important because now Jeremiah is going to tell him the truth. He says, then Jeremiah said to Zedekiah the king, this is what the Lord God of heaven's armies, the God of Israel says. If you surrender to the Babylonian officers, you and your family will live and the city will not be burned down. But if you refuse to surrender, you will not escape. This city will be handed over to the Babylonians, and they will burn it to the ground. Verse 19, Zedekiah, but I am afraid to surrender. And I, I know some of us on this line are afraid of to surrender. Come on. He says, but I am afraid to surrender. For the Babylonians may hand me over to the Judeans who have defected to them. And who knows what they will do to me? Now, I want you to think about that. Jeremiah gives him a word saying, God says, if you surrender, you will live. You see, I'm willing to go and be put in a cistern to stand on this truth because this is what God said. And the moment he hears that, the first thing that he does is make up an outcome in his head, a something that ain't even happened. 
And this is what we normally do. When God tells us to do something or we feel him doing something, one of the things that gets in the way is we make up outcomes. Oh, man, it's going to be this. Going back to my testimony, I, I remember I was like, oh, man, I stopped smoking and drinking. I ain't going to have no fun. For real. We make up outcomes in our mind. Verse 20, Jeremiah replied, you won't be handed over to them if you choose to obey the Lord. Your life will be spared and all will go well with you. But if you refuse to surrender, this is what the Lord has revealed to me. All the women left in your palace will be brought out and given to the officers of the Babylonian army. Then the women will taunt you saying, what fine friends you have. They have betrayed and misled you. Now, I won't get into the rest, but he basically says, all of his wives and children will be led out. The city will be burned down. Okay? So after he talked to him, Jer um, Zedekiah told Jeremiah, don't tell any of my officials we had this conversation. Okay? Don't, don't tell them that. This is what I want you to tell them. Tell them that you were begging for your life over here. You know what I'm saying? And don't tell them. Jeremiah was like, all right. You did what the king said. The beginning of the, the next thing you know, the beginning of chapter 39, the Babylonians come. What does Zedekiah do? Does he surrender? No, he does not. So guess what ends up happening to him? Let me read to you in verse 6. Start it for verse 6. Read it for verse Read it for verse 6. It says, the king of Babylon made Zedekiah watch as he slaughtered his sons at Riblah. The king of Babylon also slaughtered all the nobles of Judea. Then he gouged out Zedekiah's eyes and bound him in bronze chains to lead him away to Babylon. So think about that, y'all. Think about that. This king, not listening to the word of the Lord, literally had his son slaughtered, his eyes gouged out, and bronze chains. Now, this is Old Covenant. Let me make this very clear. All right? God is not about to gouge your eyes out or, or have your eyes gouged out if you don't surrender. Okay? Let me make that very clear. All right? This is not what we're under. And I know some people be teaching stuff like that out here, you know? Uh, I'll probably talk about that. I had a, a California experience. I got, I got a chef. It made me think about, yo, I was like, man, I hope nobody in line is going through this nonsense. But I'll say that on, on the next part of the call. But uh, this is not old covenant teaching right here, okay? But this is what I'm saying. Spiritually, spiritually, what can happen is when we don't surrender that thing that God wants us to surrender, we actually end up losing the things that we want to hold on to. Let me, let me give you the, the valuable thing. For instance, he lost his eyes, y'all. He lost his eyes because of fear. He made up a scenario in his head because he did not want to surrender even though God told him to. And by him not surrendering that thing, what ended up happening? The lioness came. And this is what happens with us. And not only blindness, but 
a city burned down. And this is what happens in our lives as well, too. When we don't want to give up that thing that God is telling us to surrender. What ends up happening, y'all, is we end up suffering the effects of that thing. Because what has happened is you have now made that thing an idol. You have now exalted that thing above the knowledge of God. And the moment we exalt things to that level of the knowledge of God, it is an idol. It has been exalted. Okay? And now that thing must come down. And so think about the different things in our life we haven't surrendered. And I'm talking about things, God, you know God is telling you to surrender. Some of you is pornography. Some of you is masturbation. Some of you, listen, and no condemnation, it's your tongue. Look, I had an experience last night, y'all. You know what I'm saying? Where I had to surrender my tongue, y'all. And I tell you, Lord have mercy, I had to surrender my tongue. I won't even get into the detail. I just felt the Lord just convicted me every time I wanted to respond. Was like, yo, y'all, I'm telling you, this thing is real. And you know what? I'm so glad I did. I feel so much more refreshed because I didn't give in to the thing that was trying to inspire me to go there, because it was really a trap to pull me into some stuff. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. But I'm telling you right now, I'm telling you right now, hold on, you all. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. But I'm telling you right now, this surrender thing is real. Now, I'm about to tie all of this stuff together, okay? About to tie it all together. So we're coming back to the New Testament. Jesus literally said, if you lose your life for my sake, you're going to live. This is a word of the Lord that has been released, not just today, over this month for us. God has given a woman of God, Jeremiah, because <laughs> she's like Jeremiah, because why? Because God gave her a word that everybody doesn't like. We don't like the word surrender. Notice I said we. I'm including myself. We don't like the word surrender. We don't. But we see, when sin came in, now the flesh exalted itself. So now there's something that's in us, right, that, that perverts what surrender is. Notice I said it perverts it. Why? Because we've been made to have dominion over the earth. We've been made to rule. But our dominion, our dominion came. Hold on, you are. Our dominion came from submitting to God. This is where Adam and Eve's dominion came from submitting to God, pure submission. And so now we fast forward and we look. Jesus is telling us, if you lose my life, I mean, if you lose your life for my sake, you're going to find it. I'm giving you my word. You're going to find it. 
And so a lot of times there's fear. There's uh, um, um, We make up circumstances in our head of, man, if I do this, what's it going to be? Man, I'm not going to like it. Some of us, God's been telling us to fast. Some of us, God's been saying, hey, um, um, maybe it's, it's a way you're supposed to be with your husband. Uh, God's been telling some of us, um, uh, he's been telling, you know what, y'all, they keep bothering me. Hold on one. Yeah, but you wrong. I'm sorry. It's it's a whole lot going on out here. But um, if you lose your life for his sake, you're going to find it. If you hear any noise in the background, y'all, that's not somebody having to mute their phone. That's me, okay? <laughs> that's me. I'm, I'm outside a long story right now, for real. But if you lose your life for my sake, you will find it. And this is, I'm telling you, I want this word to begin. Let it let it go through. I felt like this was such a prophetic mandate. Why would God be giving us this word right now? Because there is something he's trying to get us to gain. There's so much that we gain from surrendering. First of all, we're able to hear God clearer. There are certain things that God wants to bring us into. There's certain destiny that God wants to bring us into. But how are we able to come into this place of of destiny if we won't even surrender to him? Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you all all of these words about surrender and not give you practical tips to help you out. Do you all know that as believers, God has given us a tool to help us with our surrender? Yeah, he's given us a tool to help us with surrender. What is that tool, everybody? It's called the spirit of meekness. Yeah, it's called the spirit of meekness. Galatians chapter 5 speaks about the fruits of the spirit. We speak about spiritual fruits often. Love, joy, peace, long-suffering, gentleness, goodness, faith, meekness, temperance. That word meekness, meekness has to do with submitting submitting and so the lord has given us a built-in mechanism to help us with dying and i want to say one of my favorite scriptures about the scripture meekness because this will bring it everything all home for us okay this this word that we don't like all right this will bring everything home for us and it's matthew 11 28 to 30 Come unto me, all that labor, and are heavy laden, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you, and learn of me, for I am meek and lowly in heart. And then you shall find rest unto your soul. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. Now I want you to think about that. How did he say we will find rest unto our soul? When we come to him, we bring every single burden to him. 
right? He said, come unto me, all that labor and our heavy laden. So when we bring our heavy burdens to him, which we normally would say we'll do, but then what does he say after that? Take my yoke upon you. You know what a yoke is? A lot of you all probably know what it is. Maybe some don't know what it is. So a yoke is that thing that they would take, that they would put on oxen. They would put it around the oxen's neck. All right? They would put yoke, they would put it around an ox's neck. All right? It's an actual yoke. And when they put this yoke around the oxen's neck, it wasn't just for the one oxen, but it was for two. They were yoked two oxen's neck together. And so if one oxen tried to go one way, the other oxen had to go with them. Why? Because they were yoked together. But in order for that to work, each ox, the oxen had to be submitted to the yoke that was on his neck. Hallelujah. He had to be submitted to the yoke that was on his neck. This is the only way that it was going to work, is if he was submitted to that yoke on his neck. Come on. And this is what happens with us in Jesus. All right? Jesus said, if you submit to this yoke, if you submit to this yoke that I have for you, you will find rest unto your soul. This is a promise from the Lord that we will find rest. If we submit to this yoke, this is, this is powerful. If I submit to your yoke, Jesus, I'm going to find rest. Yes. Submit to my yoke. Come on. We, I, I know it may seem fearful. It may seem hard to do, but a lot of times what's getting in the way is our pride. Our pride is getting in the way, y'all. Come on. Our pride is getting in the way. Jesus wants us to submit to the yoke. He tells us when we submit to this yoke, we're actually going to gain our lives. And why can he say that with so much authority? Because he submitted. He submitted. Think about this. He said what qualified him to, re to remove the burdens and to teach us was that he was meek, was that he was submissive, that he was surrendered. Jesus says, you can learn from me because I'm surrendered. Who was he surrendered to? He was surrendered to the Father and his will. Come on. This one that we're yoked to will help us with us submitting. Hallelujah. He will help us with this. He's given us a fruit called meekness. And so the reason why I wanted to have some prayer time or the, or the reason of why we're going to do this, the topic we're going to pray about is I want us to really pray for this spiritual fruit of meekness to be grown in our lives, okay? I want it to grow. I want it to expand. I want it to come forth. I want it to increase. Or else we're just sitting here. I, I, I'm just sitting here. I don't want you to just take this and, oh, man, oh, Phyllis shared a good message. You know what I'm saying? And and then there's, there's nothing. No, we want some tangible stuff taking place, okay? We want tangible stuff taking place. And so what we're going to do is we're going to pray in tongues. This is what we're going to do. We're going to pray in tongues, all right? Um, uh, let me see. 
yeah, for the next 12 minutes, we're going to pray in tongues. But these are intentional tongues. These are intentional tongues. What do I mean? We're praying about this topic of meekness. When we're praying in tongues, all right, we're allowing, the Bible says, when you don't know how to pray as you want, how Holy Spirit will make intercession for you. This is what's going on. We don't really know how to really step into this meekness realm. We don't really know how to cause this spiritual fruit to grow on the inside of us. So what we're going to do is take advantage of it with our tongues. Okay? This is what we're going to do. We're going to take advantage of it with our tongues. Hallelujah. And so people of God, what I would like us to do, we're going to do it for the next 11 minutes is I want you to unmute your phone. And we're going to really begin to cry out in tongues. Okay? That's what we're going to do. And as we're doing this, the fruit of meekness, we're doing this in faith, the fruit of meekness is going to grow. This is a this is a spiritual fruit. This is a fruit that we already have inside of us. It's going to begin to grow more. I'm 
Hallelujah. All right, let's open this up. Um, let's open let's open this up right now. Just want to stay right with it. So, um, if anybody was there, any questions or anything anybody wanted to share or talk about or speak about um, concerning this topic, okay? Um, go right ahead. Good morning. Just stay right in this flow. Good morning. Good morning. Um, can you give me those chapters and verses again? Um, talk about Jeremiah 18, please. Yeah, the chapter, you talking about uh, what I was going over th- today, all the ones? Yep, yep, yep. So there was Jeremiah chapter 38. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was the first seven verses of 39. Mm-hmm. Um. Of course, Matthew sixteen twenty four and twenty five, which is the theme for this month. Mm-hmm. Matthew Matthew eleven twenty eight through thirty. Uh, let me see. I think that yeah, those were the those were the uh, were the main ones. And uh, uh, Romans eight uh, twenty six of our Holy Spirit. Oh oh. Galatians chapter five, twenty-two and twenty-three. Meek, meekness okay. is the fruit of the spirit. Yep. Hallelujah. Thank you. Woo. Come on, you you're welcome. Time, okay, and I believe you gave. Uh, didn't you also give us uh, Matthew sixteen twenty-five? Yeah, that's what I just said. Matthew sixteen twenty-four and twenty-five. Oh, I'm sorry, I didn't say 25. My bad. Yeah, it was all centered around um, what's what's on the, you know, the foundational uh, verse for the month. Matthew 16, 24, 25. But I drew a parallel with it in Jeremiah 38 and 39. Because if you read that chapter in another translation, they use the word surrender in there, like, frequently. Like, that's actually what Jeremiah is telling them to do. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Morning, Morning, my brother. Hey. Jesus lover. Hey, hey. Great great share this morning. (laughs) Always always, uh, allow us, I'm not going to say make us, allow us to submit, uh, to help us surrender. Um, Yeah, it's so important that we yield. Uh, to the Holy Spirit and allow him to um, help us to get an understanding and a revelation as to uh, the word. So grace share, man of God. I love you, man. 
Man, I love you too. You already know what it is. You already know. Bang, bang, Jesus, guys. <laughs> what up? I think we got a garbage truck on the line. Is there a garbage truck on the line? It's not a garbage truck, but that's me, though. Okay. I'm in a lot. Long story. But, uh, yeah. Good morning. Hey. Good morning. Good morning. Minister Philip. What's up, my brother? Thank you for your declaration this morning, man. Uh, what you know? What's really stood out for me this morning? Uh, when you talked about surrendering the alcohol and your weed, right? Come on, and brother. Like, Come on. Yeah. The flesh, the flesh don't want to give up. You know no. what I'm saying? It don't want to surrender, right? And I thought about, well, no. Jeff, since you don't drink alcohol and smoke weed no more, what is it that you ain't trying to surrender, right? Come on, and brother. I thought, I thought about the bread, right? And I was like, you know that ain't healthy for you, man, that, all of, that ice cream, right? And the the late night mm. bag of legs, you can't eat just one, right? And I said, yeah, if you know if you so su- su- like I, I I tried to surrender, you know, I, just give me a lettuce wrap, right? Just give me the <laughs> without the cheese, you know what I'm saying? And I was doing good for a while. So I was, you know what I'm saying? And then one day, man, I said, give me some of that bread, man. That bread tasted like steak. I'm like, ooh, wait. You know? <laughs> so today, I, my surrender, my struggle is the, 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 the pastries. You understand? And God said, mm. boy, if you, if you surrender them pastries, man, late night, that's why you need to go to bed. Don't stay up all night because you're going to want to eat something. So i like, okay, God, I got it. If I surrender those mm unhealthy things that taste sweet to me, I'm going to feel better. And and I'm going to live longer. Huh? That's a word. That's a word. I'm going to live longer. Oh, thank you, Lord. So there's, I mean, there's a whole lot of your decoration that's, that was, you know, good, but that part. So I got to get back on uh, my diet and, and surrender all that sweet stuff that ain't healthy for me. Thank you for your decoration. Amen. Amen. And I want to tell you all before, before the next person comes, just like that brother likes, you know, ask Holy Spirit, y'all, like, is there anything that you want me to surrender right now to you? What What in my life is not surrendered to you? And he will tell hey, you, Yo. Hey, hey, bro. It's your sister, Didi. I love you. Well, Thank uh, you. I needed to hear. I needed to hear you this week. I, I should have called you, but I probably will. We'll talk. Got a lot of stuff to share with you. But, oh, this surrender. I heard Brother Jeff talk about the sweets and all that stuff. So I'm gonna give a real, a real demonstration on surrendering my emotions with everything that's going on. Two weeks ago, my four-year-old mm. niece was killed in a car accident in Texas. Then Demarie, oh, this wow. past week, 
So, yeah. yeah. So I'm all over the place, right? Yesterday, and you know, just being being who I am in my heart. So yesterday, my youngest daughter was had to finalize. She moved, and she lives in a real un un uncolored part of the county. If you hear me, I have never <laughs> ever, and I grew up in a predominantly un, you know, so I'm used to the different race stuff, but I never dealt with it. So yesterday, y'all, listen, I had just got off the phone with Rochelle. This lady next door to her, I get out of the car just to take stuff in the garage in a new place. If y'all have seen how she approached me, like it, it's not something you would see on the internet, how people show Karens and stuff. I didn't do that. But she was so nasty. I, I, I wow. tell you, at that moment, I felt myself. I did. I really felt myself. And I surrendered it all to God. And, and, and what I wanted to say and do, let me tell you what I did. I told her, I said, I'm going to pray for you. And it was like, what, it wasn't me. I sounded like Sabrina yesterday. Wow. Because I really wanted to really drag her. I'm being honest. Because when you're going yeah, through something, yeah, you yeah. don't need that. I said, lady. And then by the time it was all said and done, she was apologizing. But she had already set the tone. You know what I mean? It was just like, wow. oh, God, I thank you for the growth in me. And I'm surrendering my emotions because it's so much going on in my, my mind. And I'm like, so I thank God. For just the, the the deposits, if that makes sense. And like when you're talking about the things that you no longer do, there's a lot of things that I still desire not to do. But I'm just grateful that I understand what it means to surrender all, so that y'all wouldn't be getting a call saying Didi was in an orange jumpsuit. Because that's what happened. Come on. You 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 know what I'm saying? So yeah, I just want to tell you that, brother. It's it's real. It, you have to surrender that because it's so easy. To, it could have went a whole nother way. So I thank you. I just want to share that. Wow. Wow. I didn't know you were going to say all of that, but wow. That was dope. Wow. I can't say it no clearer, y'all. We, even our emotions can be surrendered. Hands down. We got to go. We got to go to him and yield it, and we can trust he's a safe place. Woo. Man, that was good. Anybody else? Wow. Hey, hey, DD, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, this cat, I'm going to piggyback on the emotion, uh, what you were saying. Um, and I thought about what you said, Phil, on uh, feeling refreshed when we, we surrender. When we, you know, right in the midst of something can be happening and your emotions can be in a space of intention, you know, um, um, your, um, the tension on it, you know, and when you, when I pause, and just breathe, I felt refreshed, you know, um, talking with my husband, you know, it, it was, I, I said no. And I was on the phone, I think I was on the phone with Yvette, and she said, Ken, I'm proud of you. I, was, I just started praising God because that surrender and that pause and refresh that God has give, had given me at that moment in the midst of that emotion, you know? So God be praised. I th- I thank God for your um always like something you say or you know what we do when you do the declaration. Thank you for that. Thank you. Wow! 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 Amen. Wow. Anybody else? Wow. That's good. Good morning. I have something. Okay. All right. My name is Lenore, and thank you for 
um, the exercise and the charge um, that you gave us um, to pray in the spirit um, for the spirit of meekness that's within us to be um, stronger or to grow. And so I just want to share what I received during that time. So a part of the time I prayed and another part, portion of the time I listened and I just want to share mm. with everyone um, what I received. Yeah. Um, the first thing that I heard was repentance. Um, and then um, let meekness be greater than pride. I was reminded that mm. meekness is actually strength under control. And Holy Spirit reminded me of Matthew 5 and 5 that says, Blessed are the meek, for they shall inherit the earth. Come on. I was reminded that um, humility comes with meekness. And when I stopped praying, I heard, be quiet. Um, And Holy Spirit showed me, stop judging. Um, Mm. Be grateful. And just was reminded that meekness is um, has to do with um, gentleness and humility. Um, so I thank you for the charge uh, and being obedient to give us the exercise. Um, I was also led to look at some of the scriptures re- related to meekness in the Bible, and then it and then I was shown like benefits of meekness. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So God bless you. Thank you for sharing. God bless you. Wow. Praise God. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Hey, Phil. It's your sister again. I just want to um, invite Lenora to jump on some of your classes in your Zoom. If she like exercises, because, uh, yeah, you the man of exercises. And we, we get together. See, why are you, why you trying to, see, I'm trying to behave myself, see? I'm serious. Uh, I already so got a story. Listen. Together. <laughs> I'm letting us get all this stuff. <laughs> I remember y'all, I got... I got I got something funny to tell y'all, but I'm gonna save it for the end. You know, I got we gotta we gotta loosen it up and have some comedy, okay? I'm sorry. But uh in saying that, I still remember Dion Colby busting up laughing. She was like, Did you have my people up here <laughs> break all the people? <laughs> y'all remember that? Can never forget. Absolutely. Yes, yes, yes. Sounds like approach with caution now. I I got exercises now. You know. (laughs) Oh, man, that was hilarious, yo. She was cracking up. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Yo, it's glorious. It's glorious. As the as the as the disciples said, it was good that we were here. It was good that we were there and we partook in that exercise and this one this morning. God bless you, brother. Mm. I appreciate you. I thank God for your witness and for you um always encouraging us to go deeper and to and to draw closer to God. Love you much, bro. Wow. Love you too, my sis. Love you too. 
You all right? <laughs> Look, I got to watch my words. Listen, ever since that Monique interview, all y'all Baltimore people, I'm, I'm making sure I, I walk over eggshells talking to y'all. Okay? For real. Anybody else? Bill, this is Kat again. I just want to uh, share the scripture that came up to, um, in my spirit um, as we um, came off um, from speaking in our spiritual language. Um, it was, but my God shall supply all your needs according to his riches and his glory, riches and glory by Christ Jesus. That, 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 that helped my spirit too as well. Hey man, I love that. Come on, come on, y'all. We school this morning. What's you up, know, brother? You know, just like uh, the king, you know, God just let me know. He said, "Jeff, you know, just like the king didn't listen to Jeremiah, right? And he didn't, you know, surrender. He 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 paid the cost. He paid the he paid the price. He paid, you know, he, he paid the penalty, right? You know, we, I mean, God had already spoke what was going to happen, right? All he had, you know, if he would have surrendered, you know, he would have lived. And, and so he like, Jeff, if, if you don't surrender, you know, that late night Coca-Cola, you know, thinking that it's going to help the the, the, the the pills dissolve and, and the pain and all that, uh, you're gonna pay the penalty. You go if you don't surrender that late night cupcake. You gonna pay a price. Thank you. That's all I got. Man, brother, it's real again. As he says that, y'all, ask Holy Spirit, whatever, whatever it is. You know what I'm saying? And then let God begin to heal you in that area because there's something he's trying to bring you into. And that surrender right there in that area is the key to promotion. That's what it is. Okay? It, that's what the, where the promotion comes. Because the Bible says before honor is humility. Hallelujah. And that's going to be going to the conference and paying for a breakthrough. This is where the breakthrough going to come. This is where the promotion going to come. Hallelujah. Anybody else? Y'all real quiet on that surrender. Come on, we just heard some powerful exhortation. And we ain't shaming nobody. Even if you're struggling with surrender, it's okay. We all struggle with that. Come on. Hey, hey, they don't want to talk. They don't want to talk. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. I'm sorry, y'all. No, I was just listening to Sergeant as he began um, to talk about, you know, the things that that draw him, and that, you know, the we you may think is like, you know, people like it's pastries and stuff. No, it's not. Some things are detrimental to us if we have too much. You know, we can we it can taste good. It can be good in the midst in the midst of while we're doing it. But in the end, they're in. We, it says the wages of sin is death. I'm not talking about his pastries. I'm just talking about the things that we idolize, things that we surrender ourselves to, that in the end will cause us 
not just natural death, but spiritual death as well. So it's a real thing. Um, his may be pastries. Mine is root beer. I don't care. Judge me not. But I'm just saying it's just some things that, you know, we think about that we have to take seriously, that we surrender ourselves to that is not good. It's not good for us, and it's not good for the temple that God has given us stewardship over, um, our mind, our heart, our body, and our soul. So, yeah, that's a real thing. That, that's what came to me um, as Sarge was talking. Wow. And as you were talking, I was thinking that it, it's all connected with our emotions. All that stuff be connected to our emotions. Hey, mm. Phil. Could could you expound? And could you expound before you before you say this, woman of God? Could could the brother brother? Could you expound on that and why you say it's all connected to the emotions? What what you mean by that? This is, this is Catherine. This is not a brother. This is this is the cat. Oh, I'm so. But I'm anyway, so sorry, um, woman of God. What I'm saying is that you know when we pick up and do certain things. Well, for me, I'm gonna speak for myself. When I pick up and do certain things. It, it it be connected to my emotions or what I'm feeling, you know, or I might be stressed, I might be worried, I might be um, angry, you know, whatever it be, you know, to trigger off whatever simple thing that that happens, whether it's eating, you know, whatever. I know mine connect with with eating for sure, you know. So that that's what I I heard when um was that Rochelle or Didi talking. Wow, okay. Go ahead. You was about to share. Who is that, D.D. that I was about to share? Yeah, I was just going to say that um, I just had my physical uh, maybe like three days. Maybe last week. I, I can't remember. It, it had to be last week. And my doctor was telling me, like, all my levels, everything is good, even though I'm not a two. <laughs> you know, people sometimes get that misconstrued with being, oh, you know, a little thicker that you're more, you know, not as healthy, and that's not the case. But what I heard, I keep, I keep hearing Brother Jeff talking about the stuff, not surrendering to that, and Michelle made a good point. It's not just about the the sweet stuff. It's about what you're doing, if that makes sense. And a lot of times, the focus is on the drinking alcohol and doing this and the doing that. And it's it's just as simple as the eating. Like, are you eating healthy for your temple, right? You can read, and you even said it. You can go to a conference and want to get a breakthrough, but it starts with you. You know what I'm saying? No matter what we do, it's not about the outer, it's the inner. So we can do all this kind of stuff, but if we don't surrender to that, that stuff, I'm so glad I don't have a pre-nothing. You know how some people, I, I do it when the doctor tells me to. No, why would you wait? Why would you not take care of yourself while you can, if that makes sense? So some of us have knee pain because we need to lose some weight. Or we need to watch what we eat. And I'm going to share this. If you haven't gotten your blood type, if you don't know what your blood type is, that's helpful. Because if you know what your blood type is, it helps you know what to eat and what you shouldn't eat. I just found that out. So I just wanted to share that. And I love you, man of God, so much. I'm so grateful for you. I just told Armani to, um, to join. I don't know if he is, but so, yeah, thank you. Listen, that was good. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Father God. So uh, the Bible says that the is better than um, sacrifice. And I um, felt like you were speaking directly to me. I've talked about it before. I've been talking about it. Um, I think like it's no secret, but... I am ashamed of it. Um, I struggle with it. 
um, check my temple. That the place when I'm emotionally uh, connected to it, somehow it gives me a superficial relief. Um, and I'm just very hesitant to say what what it is, not because of judgment by anybody else, but just because of change. Um, I see myself idolizing this thing. I see myself almost putting it before God, and I know that I'm powerless. I feel powerless to it, but that's not true because the Bible says I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Um, I believe what Catherine said about everything, a lot of things, most things, if not all things, are tied to our emotions. And um, I know God can give me a change of uh, thinking. If my thinking changes, my emotions will change. God can give me control with his will over the things that I do. I don't really struggle with eating. Uh, I don't really struggle with sugar. Um, I don't struggle with sex. I don't struggle with drugs and alcohol. Both are my struggles. God has given me relief and freedom. There is a, uh, how should I say, there is a uh, a statement that says the first thing we have to do is admit. It's like we have to admit our sins and shortcomings and failings to God before we can be free. And I know in my inner man, I want to be free. I feel so much like Paul, um, and I talked about it last month, that the things that I don't want to do, I do. The things that I do, I shouldn't do, and it's feel like I'm in a cycle. And I've been struggling and praying and asking God to release me, remove me from hoping. And I feel so powerless. And I feel like the Holy Spirit convicts me almost every time I pick it up. But I continue to pray to ask God to help me to let go of this one last thing. Please, God. Now, as you were talking, the Holy Spirit told me, you better say something. You better say something. Because one thing I know for sure is that all of us have across all of us come up against something at some point or another point in our lives. None of us are perfect. And that's the only thing that gives me the courage to freely openly admit my struggles on this recorded line. Hallelujah. Because I know the only true judge is my God. And he knows me. He knows my struggles. He knows my pain. He knows what I come up against. And I know 
woman of God, I want to I want to tell you first. Thank you so much for um, for sharing. This is one of the uh, this is one of the main um, one of the portions of the call. Something that um, Dion and the crew, but started with Dion that she really encourages is the openness, is the transparency, um, because it's a it's a judgment free zone. And at the end of the day, the heart of this call is one of the CP. See, you could declare victory. When you're declaring victory, that's a sign of freedom and overcoming those things. So I'm saying this to say, thank you for sharing that. Um, with that being said, um, I want to say, I'll give you a couple of things, right? Um, because you shared it. You you got of your courage to share that and I can hear it clearly. You want to be free, but there are certain things where we just can't do them in the flesh. We just can't. And so I want to encourage you for a couple, with a couple of things. One, um, and I'm not putting you on the spot. I'm just asking this for practical reasons. Do you pray in tongues? Are you able to pray in tongues? Woman of God? Yes. Can you hear me? Yes. Are you able to pray in tongues? Yes, I can. Can you hear me? Oh, yes. So this is what okay. so this is what I'm telling you. I'm gonna give you some practical things, right? You know, because yeah, we could say I could say all of this and that, but what you gonna do when you by yourself? Right? So something something that will help. I'm gonna give you a couple of things that will help um um with whatever the issue is. Um one is you want to be intentional about spending some time and when I say spending some time praying in tongues, I'm talking about ask Holy Spirit, right? I'm I'm super serious. Matter of fact, here, let's do this right now. You got a you got a piece of paper? Or something or to type this down, you could text it to yourself, something. Let me Hold know on. when you're ready. Hold on. Thank you, Jesus. And and after she said, after I shared this with her, y'all, I got I got some jokes. I got I got a, I got some jokes to crack with y'all, for real. All right, brother, so I'm, re I'm ready. Okay, um, so I want you to ask Holy Spirit, and don't tell me the answer. Don't say it out loud. I just want you to write it down, okay? Yeah. I want you to say. I want you to say. Um. Say Holy Spirit. Yeah. I'm here. No, no, I want you to say the I want you to say the prayer out loud. I just don't want you to get oh, answer. Oh, my loud. bad. Okay. Holy Holy okay. Spirit. Holy Spirit. How long? How long? How long? Should I spend these times? Should I spend these times? Praying in tongues. Praying in tongues. About this situation. About this situation. Now, don't tell me what's what's the first whatever is the first number or time you heard. 
I want you to write it down or type it down. Okay. You did it? Yep. Okay, cool. Okay. Now, one other thing that, um, you know, we're not going to do on the phone, but uh, uh, you want to ask Holy Spirit. Now, this is what I want you to ask him personally, one-on-one. Okay? So write this question down. I want you to ask Holy Spirit, should you fast about this? And if so, how long? And what kind? You know what I'm saying? Like, be detailed. Like, like begin to communicate. Like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And the reason I say this is so, see, because he might tell you no. You understand what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't know what he's going to say, but I want this to be something so you can be encouraged that God is communicating to me and God is uh, this. If, if he does tell you the fast and he gives you the number amount, you know that it's sanctioned by God and not by your own condemnation. Do you understand what I mean when I say that? I do. Our condemnation can cause us to do these quote unquote sacrifice things that God never told us to do. And now we just sat there and beat ourselves up and we didn't put ourselves through all of this self-sacrifice. And God was like, well, I didn't tell you to do that. So, you know what I'm saying? Or we do it longer than we supposed to, or we do it shorter than we supposed to. So I want you to ask him. All right. So that part, those two things, because when you're trying to deny yourself, you already want to make sure that you begin to implement some fasting in your life. You know what I'm saying? Like when I went back to my testimony about cigarettes and weed and stuff like that, you know, yet the Lord has set me free. And then the Lord had me to start. I remember he'll have me do a, uh, I fasted one day a week, which was like, wow. You know what I'm saying? But like looking back on it, I was like, yo, just the thing he was doing. And I'm telling you, I ain't smoked a drink since, since last week of April, 2009. For real. And this verse, what Dion had, this verse, but it was, but it said, it's also mentioned again in Luke. This is what I used to say when I got an urge. And I told God, if he don't take it away, when I say this verse, then I got to go back, you know, because I don't know. I'm saying this to say, I know what it feels like when you like, I don't have no self-control over this thing. I really want to, but I don't know how to, and I can't. I don't have the physical strength to do it. And that's, and that is real. And this is why I'm asking you to talk to Holy Ghost, because Holy Ghost, remember, the disciples were already moving in signs, miracles, and wonders. But what took them to that next level of power? Holy Ghost. It was when they encountered Holy Ghost. Come on. And so this is what needs to happen now. You know what I'm saying? Is this making sense? Yeah, it is. Thank you. Yeah. Amen. Amen. And if you know somebody trusted in the area, um, are you in the Bay Area? I am, yeah. Yeah, you know, and then ask the Lord, you know, who to lead you to to get some deliverance. You ever had some deliverance? Yeah. Yeah, go get you, go get you some deliverance. 
I ain't talking about, I'm talking about, yeah, some, when somebody tells something to come out, that's what I'm talking about. Have you gotten yeah. that type of deliverance? I have, yeah, over something else. Okay, yeah. okay. Now, I got to make it clear. You know what? This is a great segue. This is a great segue. So, y'all know I was in California two weeks ago, and I was so upset. Listen, y'all, I was trying so hard to get out there to 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 um to the declare victory thing. I'm talking about I was trying hard. First, when I got there, when I first landed, my my bags, you know what I mean? That they my bags was uh on another flight or something. So I ain't even have my stuff till like the next day. So I'm sitting here like, oh Lord, what what is this trip about to be on? But okay. But you know what? I felt the courage. Let me tell y'all. I now this is a side note. While I was in the airport, I got to prophet pray and prophesy to Rick Ross. I ain't talking about the rapper. I'm talking about the one the rapper is named after. I met him in the airport. The, the you know the first dude, the dude who 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 basically started or blew up crack in America. You know what I'm saying? Like I got a chance to sit down in the airport, and I'm talking about like, you know what I'm saying? Pray and go in and prophesy to him, straight up. But anyway, so we up here. I'm in California, and for the record, if any of y'all belong. Now, I'll get to that in a minute. So I'm up here, right? And so the people ask me, it's Saturday. And they ask, they like, yeah, you know, they wanted me to um, help facilitate they, they, they service they was doing on Saturday. It was doing this prayer thing or whatever. So I'm up in there, right? And they give me the microphone. And so I'm in there and I'm praying. And I'm praying for Hebrews 11. I'm actually praying what I heard the pastor first talking about when he came in there and kind of set the tone. So I'm going in, right? And I'm, you know, like strong and leading everybody. See, my, my leading is a little different, you know, for those of y'all that see me lead prayer, because you, you're leading, you're getting people, like you're leading. So I'm leading. Going in, going in, you can feel the power of God in that room. So what happens is the pastor, I look over, I see his hands up in the air, right? His hands up in the air. So next thing I know, boom, he just fall out. I'm talking about a hard fall, thud, right? So he fall out, and, you know, it wasn't no, no catches. Like, this is a real fall. You know what I'm saying? So his wife's. She gets on the microphone, another microphone. I'm still praying. I ain't stopped praying. His wife gets on the microphone and say, somebody come over here and help him. Right? So, you know, she's talking about catches. You know what I'm saying? Somebody come help him up. Right? Dude is laid out. Y'all, why does this guy come over there and get on top of him and start trying to give him mouth to mouth, y'all. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Well, Yo. Hold on. My man get on the right. He start breathing. He start breathing in his mouth, right? <laughs> 
<laughs> Look, he start breathing in his mouth, start pumping, right? So I'm still praying. I don't want to break the flow because I'm feeling the power of God. But now my flesh, my intellect is being like, did this Negro just get <laughs> So I'm still I'm like, folks, keep praying, Philip. Keep praying, keep praying. So, but I I keep walking over to the side. I just start walking over there, like inching over to my right thumb, right to kind of get over there. You know what I'm saying? So I go over there. I go over there. First, I kind of look. I'm like, okay, before I, you know, break this up, let me just make sure, like, wait a minute. So I look. I see the dude still breathing, right? So then I'm like, man, I I, tell, I wave my hand. Dude, I say, hey, man. I say, come on, man. Get off here, man. Get off here, man. Dude looked up. He's like, what? I, what? I thought it was wrong. I thought he, you know, passed out. You need a mouth to mouth. Like, come on, man. His wife busted out. She's like. What's wrong with you? You ain't never, y'all ain't never seen nobody slain in the spirit before. <laughs> <laughs> y'all, let me tell you. Let me tell you something. I never thought of a million years in a black church. I could probably see it in a white church. I never thought in a black church I would see somebody fall out by the spirit of God. And somebody get on top of them and try to get them out. <laughs> now, that pastor was really out of Let me tell you, he, he had some other type of Holy Ghost. I'm going to give it to him because I'm going to tell you something. If you want to know a surefire way to bring, uh, uh, to deal with that residue of that Eastside demon that's still up in me, that, that, that's still, you know what I'm saying? Listen. Listen, man, listen, ain't no man lips touch, man. You know what I'm saying? Hey, listen. Hey, Phil, did you get it on tape, though? Did you get it on, did you get it on tape? <laughs> no, okay. yeah, right, right. No, <laughs> look, cause I was, but do you know, you want to know what's funny, Dee Dee? I literally said and, and thought in my head, I said, yo, if I would have recorded this, this would have went so viral, yo. Like, y'all, if y'all could have seen it. Now listen, I'm not through. This is this is what kicks off the whole thing, and this is what I want to share with some of y'all. And I feel sorry for y'all if y'all are part of some churches. What I'm gonna say, not these people. These people are all good. I bless them and everything. They are dope. I would recommend them. They are kind. They are nice. You see, I'm prefacing my comments so you know something about to say something, right? However. Their overseer, who flew in from San Bernardino, let me tell y'all something. Let me tell y'all. And if y'all are part, if y'all pastor is doing any of this stuff I'm about to say, y'all need to run. This is their overseer. So their overseer flew in. So now they got me ministering. I'm in Marina. I think it's Marina I was in. And I'm ministering at the 25th anniversary, something they do for Dr. King or something, right? It's dope, all that other stuff. Everything is cool. So then what happened? They asked me to go up. They give me the mic. So I'm like, okay, is this, 
you want me to go up and this is like what y'all brought me in for, go up? Like, y'all want me to now, you know, uh, get a word and whatever else go on? What what you want me to do? Because the, uh, uh, the, the husband gives me the microphone. But while I'm wondering what to do, the wife say, yo, pray. So now I'm like, okay, now, listen, y'all. Somebody asked me to pray. I don't care where I'm at. Okay, it's like this is this is real. This ain't just for church. You know what I'm saying? I will pray anywhere. You know what I'm saying? God has set me free of all of that, you know, being a shat. I will pray anywhere. So they tell me to pray. I'm like, okay. So I kick off prayer up in that joint, right? And so you know if I'm going to pray, it's a tongue or two that's going to come out. I'm just saying. Now, I didn't know people in there didn't really flow in tongues like that. But, hey, that's not on me. So I get to praying. I'm up here praying, going in, or whatever, whatever, whatever. So after I finish praying, this is real talk, y'all. After I finish praying, the bishop, and if the bishop is on the call right now, hey, I'm just, you know, Come on, man. You can't can't do this. Listen, the bishop gets on the microphone after me, y'all. I go and sit down when I'm done. Bishop gets on the mic. Hey, God bless you. I want you to listen. The bishop, that ain't him, by the way, y'all. I know his voice. So the bishop sits there and first says, you know, hey to everybody. And then he looks over at me on the microphone in front of everybody and say, praying in tongues don't make you anointed. For real. So I'm sitting in my head. You know, I used to be in the, you know, hip-hop and all that. So, you know, I guess that little side of me is like, did he just throw a stray at me? Did he just throw a sub? You know how they call them subs. This dude just throw a sub at me. You know what I'm saying? Like, side diss me. And I'm like, nah. So I'm trying, you all, I am trying to pull my thoughts down. Do you understand what I'm telling you? I am literally sitting there saying, no, no, he didn't throw a stray at you. He didn't throw a stray at you. He didn't do it. He's like, praying in tongues don't make, praying in tongues don't make you anointed. Um, I'm sorry, man of God. Praying in tongues don't make you anointed. No, no disrespect to you. It's it's uh the breaking of yokes that makes you anointed. So I'm like, I think this dude just side this. But I say, no, no, you know what? He did, no, no, he, he said no disrespect. Maybe he trying to just make it like, you know, he trying to get the people to see a point. Because, you know, I don't know none of them people there. So I, I don't I don't know. So now there's a part of me like, I really want to confront this guy. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I'm not I'm not the type. I sit there like, you know, I don't do the, the passive aggressive Facebook post. I, that, that's not me. I will inbox you for real. I'm, I'm telling you, I, I'm telling you, I will inbox a stranger. I will call, I, I will call you on Facebook messenger. Like, what's up? Okay. I don't, I don't do all of that. Like if we a person, there's a problem. Yo, we need to talk. Hey, Hey, can we talk? Can we have a conversation? Like, like for real, 
You know what I'm saying? Hopefully we could work it out peacefully. So I'm sitting there like, I need to talk to this guy. Because I think he's throwing shots. But first I'm trying to get my heart right. Because I know if I go to him the way that I am, it's not going to be good. You know what I'm saying? So I'm trying to get it together, trying to put it together. So I get through the day or whatever, the, the long ministry thing. I get back up there. I minister. I get to share my word. Everything is dope, whatever, whatever. So then the pastors who brought me in, they tell me, hey, uh, you got to reach out to the the, the bishop that's going to give you um, uh, y'all can ride to the airport because y'all staying in the same hotel. But first, stop over at our church uh, because the bishop wants to see our church. So now I'm sitting there like, ah, okay, this is my time. I'm, I'm going to get to talk to bishop. Okay, we're going to be in a car too. Just me and him? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we get in the car. We riding over to the church. So he asked me a little small talk conversation. And then I'm just sitting here like, you know, I'm just waiting for the, okay, how do I just break this in? But then I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'll just wait because we're going to the church. So we get to the church, y'all. Now, peep this. When we get to the church, um, the pastors are there. Now, I felt led. Before I left to bless the pastors, I'm a firm believer that if somebody brings you in, somebody brings you in, yeah, they bless you, but you make sure you bless them too. You make sure you bless them and lose honor upon them. For real. For real. And so I asked the pastors, it was a husband and a wife, could they sit down in these chairs? Um I, they gave me some oil. They said they usually put oil on themselves before so I pray for them. I said, well, no, nah, we ain't going to be legalistic up in here. Um, you know what I'm saying? Now, I'm not thinking in my head that uh, this is the system of how they do it in their organization. I'm not going to say the name of the organization, okay? But I'm not thinking it's so long story short is, I said, okay, but I'm not going to do that. So I started praying for them, praying and prophesying. Y'all, the word is so strong that the that the husband is literally crying, like he's crying. You know what I'm saying? The 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 wife is sitting there feeling like God gave them a, such a strong, beautiful word, right? And that they really needed at that time. So I get through, and when I get through. Um, I pray for this other guy that was up in there, one of the uh, people that served with them, this this, uh, this 70-some-year-old white guy. I say, you know what? Let me pray for you too, right? River's flowing. And so then after that, I handed it over to the bishop. And I said, you know, bishop, I, I said, I'll, I'll just pray. Um, I'll, I'll just pray for you in the car. Bishop, bishop side this going to jump up and say, you got to get to your prayer closet before you pray for me. I said, hold on. I said, you know what? That's strike two. I said, see, see, I, I knew he was sad this to me. This dude is a hater. So he was like, yeah. And then he said, and I don't know about, uh, I, I didn't come here um, to give a prophetic word. Okay. I'm not going to do that. And then he goes to sit down. He's like, I believe everything should be done. Uh, decently and uh, in order, you know? And so then um, uh, 
the white worker asked him a question about something. And he told him, don't question me. I'm the bishop. Now, I want to say this to y'all before I go any further with this and the disagreement that me and the bishop had in the car. If you are a part of a membership where your bishop says you cannot question him because he's the bishop, y'all, that's a red flag on a whole nother level. Because what that man is living in at that moment, he is in full manifestation of pride. Full manifestation. And then he tells the guy, um, you don't want to question a bishop. That's dangerous. So I'm now I'm fuming. Oh, I'm fuming. Because that's a pet peeve, man. So we get in the car. First, I don't even want to take the Uber with him. I ain't gonna even—I mean, the, the ride with him. I was—I was looking at Uber rates by then. I was like, you know what? I'm gonna pay for my own thing. I don't—I don't want to be in the same car with this guy. But I get in the car with him, and I'm like, okay, now is my time. So I asked him. That's how I opened the door. I said, uh, when you say somebody shouldn't question a bishop, that's dangerous. What is what is dangerous about that? And then he begins to talk this stuff about, you know, how you're just supposed to do things in order. And he brings up uh, examples of with Miriam and them in the Bible when they talked against Moses. And you know how they do when they sit there and they and they pervert that whole put, uh, touch not God's anointed and do my prophet no harm. And so I started challenging them with that. I started giving them scriptures. I was telling him, no, under the new covenant, like who, like, who are you to tell anybody something like that? That's a word curse you release it on them. And so he tried to start saying that stuff to me, to which I replied to him, ain't nothing about to happen to me. I said, listen, ain't nothing about to happen to me. And so I began to start sharing. We, we started having a back and forth in the car. Me and this bishop on the way to the airport. And he's over a hundred and something churches. And I'm telling y'all, the stuff, like, it made me think about if there's anybody on the line who, if you are part of a, of a denomination or organization or whatever, where they're word cursing you from the pulpit, come on. Where you you can't tell, like he had the nerve to tell me, since I have such an issue with it, the proper protocol is to get his number from the other guy, get that number to my pastor, and have my pastor call him. I said, bro, we grow men. Why why I need to do all that? We sitting right here in the car. Why 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 I need to do all that? We right here, and why, why do I need to go to somebody else first to get your number? Let's start right there. You sit right here with me. You you think you bigger than everybody. That's that's not right. This is not God. Straight up, you know. And so he started just talking to me from that, like I'm not on his I'm not on his level. I'm telling you all right now, y'all. That religious spirit will kill you. I'm telling you. That religious spirit, it will stress you out. 
it will strain the spirit man in you. You will feel like Paul with that with that lady, that that woman who had divination. You'll feel like that. Like I don't know why I feel so grieved when this person is talking to me. I'm telling you why. That spirit of divination is speaking out of them. That serpent, that that spirit of pride is coming out. I'm telling you, because if they look at themselves in an exalted way, that means they can't humble themselves to serve you. I'm going to say that again. If they look at themselves in an exalted way, that means they can't humble themselves to serve you. Straight up. Any of y'all don't have experienced that? Anybody experiencing that in their churches? I just want to make sure. Bill? Yeah. That's glorious. Hey, that's glorious. Hey, so, no, I'm not experiencing that. Gloria. Gloria, you went out. Mic check, Gloria. Hey, yeah, it's me. My phone is, my phone whack. Anyway, I didn't have my left leg hurt in the air and it cut off. <laughs> anyway, last time <laughs> the people wouldn't eat where God sent you to. They wouldn't eat until after Yeah, you oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I told you. God is exposing you in places to call out the craziness. No, I haven't experienced that. I'm not experienced that in my church, but I've, I have experienced the craziness of leadership and how people with a title act like they're crazy. No, they act, they just be under the influence of pride and self-exhortation. So continue to preach yes. and teach and do what God told you to do, bro. I love you. I'm going back on mute. Amen. You know what? That's a good point. You know what? I, I didn't even put that together till you just said that. Thank you. You know what? I ain't even put that together. Look, y'all, in the end, look, look. So let, let me tell y'all what I did, though. That, that, this is where y'all go last. Let me tell you what I did. So I sent him um, um, a few days later. I sent him a YouTube video by uh, Alexander Pagani. <laughs> That's it. Uh, pastors cursing people for their pulpits. <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a little petty. I know. I know. <laughs> I had sent him the video. I'm sorry. When I heard that video and heard him talking, I said, oh, I know exactly who to send this to. For real. Forget a church member. I I, I know a bishop doing it. Let me, let me send this right to him right now. And then, look, I even put in there, I, I hope this blesses you. Because I really did. I really did hope it blessed you. I really did. But if anybody is a part of that nonsense or that foolishness out there, get get free from that. You know what I'm saying? Get free from that in the name of Jesus. I love this line. I love the people on this line. I love Miss Dion. She already know. And, again, y'all always hear me giving her her honor and her due on this call because that's what she should get. You know what I'm saying? We, you should honor people who put things together and the, the, the person who's, who put the whole thing together and setting this thing out for you to get on a platform. And so we honor, honor her. And I, I would leave it on this with the whole surrender thing. 
If there's anybody on here who still is surrendered to a religious mindset that women should not be preaching or pastoring, you need to surrender that legalistic mindset to the truth of God. So what do, you, what, do you, what, what do I mean? The first person to preach the gospel, who did Jesus pick? Mary Magdalene. He didn't pick Peter. He didn't pick John, who the Bible says is the disciple whom he loved. No, he picked a woman, Mary, Mary Magdalene. Remember, she's the one at that storm at the cemetery. She's the one that went and shared with them. People take that scripture about a woman should not speak out of context because he was talking to that particular church about the issues that were going on at that time in that church. And I don't mean the church overall. I'm talking about in that church. But remember, if he felt a woman shouldn't speak in service, then why did he send the, I'm talking about Paul now. Why did Paul send the letter of Romans to a woman? Remember, these letters that you and I read, at that time, they weren't in a book form. So somebody would have to get the letter and read it out loud to the entire church. Paul was writing these letters, a lot of them from jail. And so when they would get these letters, this was like a very special thing. Like, oh, we finally got the letter from Paul. And so now, guess who had to read it for the Roman church? Guess who? Because the letter reader was looked at that special person. Phoebe. Don't want to check out who Phoebe was. Not only was Phoebe the one who, who read the thing, but she was wealthy and a businesswoman. And a lot of people respected her. They looked up to her. So I want to tell y'all this going, going through 2024, for real. Because, And I say this because there are some women that are still slaves to that mindset. Like, this is why you still have it going forth. Because you've heard it so much, some of you hide behind that, or you feel a little back and forth, or you still got that little shame after it, even though you know you're supposed to be ministering, but you still being hesitant and holding back. No, stop that. Stop that. God did not put you in the earth to be silent. Hallelujah. All right, I didn't want to say all that. I'm, I'm, I'm done. Good morning. Hey, this is what I to say. Oh. I, look, Ruth, I'm going to go real quick because you're long-winded. No, um, no I just want to say, Phil, he, <laughs> he, he got the right one. I just want to commend you for being who you are, that you never, never back down, that you never bow down to the to the crazy, to, um, that you took the call and you stay. Uh, so I want to tell you, and I know there's many of us here that appreciate that you um, make sure that deliverance goes forward, and it is complete, um, that, you know, you take from what you know. He didn't get the bio. I, obviously, he didn't get the bio. You should have no, said no, one listen, of your videos, too. Listen, listen, Rochelle, listen. I'm going to be a client honest with you. When them pa- Now, again, he's not the one that invited me, but when them pastors invited me, I was like, are y'all sure? Like, when I found out, when I went and did some research on their organization, saw their organization was on, I was like, are you 
y'all, y'all sure y'all want me to come? They was like, yeah, man, I got, but see, they experienced, they, they, they came to Prophetess Michelle conf, uh, conference, and they were there when I was leading prayer, and we had a Selah moment, and they hungry for the things of the Spirit. When I saw that organization, I was like, are y'all show? They was like, no, we want you to do it. I was like, are y'all show? I was like, all right. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, you, you, you know, know the word. You know that. Right. right, but you don't know. You know not what you asked for. <laughs> yeah, you get what you asked for. <laughs> but it, it was probably the Holy Spirit that actually drove drove you there to do with the work that needs to be done. It's time out for all the nonsense. So I love you, man of God. Keep being who you are. You know, bang bang Jesus game stand firm in the bang, things of God. Bang. You are Jesus' lover. I love you. Love you too. Bang, bang. Hallelujah. Well, we've been on here for a minute. It was fun. Man, them, them, them tongues, that tongue sign was everything. For real, for real. I was mad. We, we, we growing and may that encourage you. Like, yo, like that's Look, y'all, we don't, you know, when it comes to this surrender thing sometimes, we don't we don't really know what to say, but we don't we don't know. You just gotta look, Lord, I'm gonna pray about this and tell. And I'm telling you, you're gonna see yourself even over the next few days. You're gonna either be more feel more of a conviction to surrender, or you're gonna fill yourself with a, a new realm or a measure of grace to surrender. Hallelujah. So I bless y'all. Miss Dion, is she on here? You already know I love you. You know we go holler. And I bless y'all. I lose the blessings of the Lord over you that make rich and add no sorrow. I bless y'all. In Jesus' name. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. God bless you. Have a good day. Amen. Amen. Have a great day, everybody. Bless Love you guys. Thank you. Mark. I didn't even know I was meeting. Have an amazing blessed day. Yeah. Love y'all. Take care.